Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals. Zach here. Hope you are having a phenomenal, phenomenal week. I'm freaking excited for our time together. Today's episode is serious. It is spicy. It's a little bit intense, if you couldn't tell by the title. And so I'm I'm ready for it, I think. I'm a little nervous, but I hope you're ready. I hope it's helpful. But before we dive into it, I just wanted to remind you that we have a private Facebook group. And why in the world would I talk about a private Facebook group when we have this this topic, this dirty devotional ahead of us? It is because if you're listening to this and you struggle with anxiety and depression, you freaking need people around you. You need a support system. You need encouragement. Um, all of us, I don't care if you don't struggle with depression, anxiety. There's We always need more support and encouragement to know we're not alone. This group is that. And I would love to invite you to be a part of it. You can find a link in the show notes. Click on that link. You have to request access to join the group. Um, that's so I don't have just randos doing crazy spammy stuff in there. Um, so make sure you answer the question so I can let you in and uh, get in that group. Yeah, yeah. So you can find that link in the show notes, request access. You can also find it on Facebook. You can search Dirty Devotional Podcast, uh, Dirty Family. It should pop up. If you don't know how to get to it, you can't find it, then come find me on Instagram or Facebook, and I would love, love, love to be able to help you get in that group. It's a few hundred people now, which is so cool, and I love it, and I love the conversation. A lady jumped in uh, earlier this week and just was like, I have so many questions about God, and I don't know where to ask them, and this is this is it, and I was telling her, this is, this is the place. Ask. Ask away. Don't be afraid to be honest. We may not be able to answer your questions, but if you want a safe place to ask, this is the place. And so I love it. I would love for you to be a part of it. It would mean a lot to me uh, to connect with you on a deeper level. But let's dive into today's dirty devotional. So as you can see from the title of, of today's podcast, I'm talking about how I almost killed myself. So I thought a lot about how to talk about this because I get a ton of messages from people um, that are struggling with anxiety and depression, dealing with uh, suicidal thoughts that are really struggling. And they, they connect, they connected with the podcast in a way or with me in a way because they know I've been there. And so one of the things I wanted to do was I wanted to share uh, the things that happened leading up to, to the time of my suicide attempt and what I would have done differently. And so what I'm not going to talk about during during this podcast episode is I'm not going to talk about uh, the things that were done around me or to me uh, because it's not helpful. For me, taking time to share the situations that happened with with church, with with friendships, things like that, that's it's not beneficial because there's nothing you're going to be able to do about that. But what I wanted to do is share with you the things I should have done differently. And I, looking back, I do differently now that will be beneficial to you, that literally could save your life. Um, not only could save your life, because life isn't just about surviving, it could give you a thriving life if you struggle with anxiety and depression. And so 
Um, I want to dive into that. I don't know how many parts. This might be our only part. I might do a couple parts talking about the things that I've learned in that season. Uh, but I want to be able to pass them along to you as a resource and maybe maybe something that will help you um, uh, protect you, something that will keep you going when you're ready to give up. And so one of the things that happened is if I the year of 2020 was a year where I really started to understand my anxiety and depression. So I started going to therapy um, earlier in January of that year, and I had connected with a counselor. I had um, started building relationships, started working through, and it was in these sessions that I really started to learn um, that I had anxiety and depression. Up to this point, I was ignorant, had no idea that this was that that this was something that was hereditary. Uh, my mom struggles with major depression, major anxiety, and I had no idea that that was something that could be passed along to me. And so as I was meeting with my therapist and we're passing along with this uh, in May of that year, so we had been meeting about every other week for about five months at this point, uh, my therapist got a job and had to leave. And so just like that, um, my therapist left and I was already if a scale from one to 10, 10 being deep, deep into depression, the worst it could get, I was probably a seven here. And my therapist moved. It wasn't my therapist's fault, but my therapist had to leave. And because I was a seven, maybe working down to a six, I was starting to work through some of my stuff. I I stopped going. Um, I didn't pick it up. I didn't meet with anyone else. And I continued to try to just manage it myself. The problem was, was I couldn't do it. And so by the time August came, I was probably at a nine or a 10. I was, I was redlining. And at this point, this was the time I decided I was going, I really needed to meet with someone because I was having a lot of suicidal thoughts. I was having, um, at this point, I was planning how to take my life. I was planning, um, how to say goodbye, how I was going to do it. I, w- I had already started thinking through a lot of these things in August. And I started to try to meet with a therapist. But one of the things you don't realize is that the the process of finding a therapist can be absolutely miserable. It can be really tough. I literally met with the therapist once, told her what I was going through, told her I had um, I was having suicidal thoughts. And she literally looked at me and said that she wasn't qualified to help me and offered to pray for me. And I, I literally hung up on this this FaceTime with her, this Zoom with her and was like, wow, I'm so messed up. I can't get help from a therapist. And I tried to meet with someone else and it was, it just didn't get what wasn't a good connection. Um, and, and I, I, I kept doing it. But the problem was what happened was I started too late. And that, that is the best, one of the best recommendations I can give to you if you're struggling with this, if you're in this season is do not wait till you are redlining to try to get help. That there should be, there should be things that you should pick up on leading up to that season. Meaning like you may notice that you, you're not sleeping well. You may notice that you may not be able to turn off your head, that, that you may be having intrusive thoughts, that you may find yourself isolating yourself a little bit more from people that you trust. You may be find yourself connecting with people that you shouldn't be connecting with. That, that is inappropriate. You may, you may find a lot of these unhealthy habits and behaviors starting to pop up. If you, I, I remember, um, I, I've told you this before, I'm a recovering addict. I haven't freaking touched a drug in a decades, um, at this point, 15, 16 years. But in that season, I remember I was craving that more of that. And so all of these were red flags for me to pay attention to that. If I would have looked at them and said, Hey, this is a problem. This is, this isn't a good sign. I should have started getting a therapist then. 
I should have started early enough talking to people about it that could actually help me with my progress and help me understand and unpack it and get the help I needed rather than waiting till I was redlining and in deep trouble to try to start that process. And so looking back, I wish I would have done that differently. And so if you're listening to this and maybe there are little red flags, you'd notice some things in your habit and your behavior that are a little bit off, my encouragement would you would to be for you would be begin the process of meeting with a therapist. If you have a therapist, go ahead and get something on the schedule con- consistently so you can continue to have these conversations and talk through some of the red flags you're noticing because it is way easier to put out a fire um, when it's just getting lit than when it's freaking a, a wildfire and freaking rampaging in your life. And that's what it ended up happening for me is it was too big for me to get under control that fast. And so I ended up going too far and making decisions and hurting people I didn't want to hurt when I could have probably avoided a lot of it if I would have started earlier. And so maybe today you're, you find yourself in the season and you've had a, maybe you've had a counselor leave and it's, you're just really nervous about taking that step. Listen, it's always going to be a difficult step to take. It's not going to get easier. You need to go ahead and take the step and finding a therapist you trust. Uh, maybe today you are between one out of 10, you're sitting at a five or six and you're starting to notice some things, some unhealthy traits starting to pick up in your life. Now's the time to go ahead and begin the process of finding a therapist. Maybe you're at the extreme. Maybe you are an eight, nine or 10. Listen, now is the time to seek help immediately. You need to talk to someone, like a family member, a spouse. You need to talk to someone and say, hey, I'm seriously in trouble. I'm seriously in trouble. I need help. And I, I, I'm too far in to get the help I need fast enough because bringing someone in who's healthy can help you move the ball down the field a lot faster than you trying to do it on your own. And so bring someone in. But regardless, one of the things I hope you hear me say today is do not put off a red flag. Do not, do not ignore unhealthy behaviors in your life, especially if you deal with depression, anxiety, because it can turn into a cycle of freaking destruction if you're not careful. The good news is if you're listening to this, it's not too late. It's not too late for you. You can get help, but depending on where you're at will be dependent on the steps you need to take. So be sure to do what you need to do. What are some of the things I talked about? Apply them to your life. Get the help you need so that we're not just surviving so that we're thriving. Let me pray for you, God. Thank you for today, Lord. Um, I know um, I didn't I didn't mention you once in this podcast, but I'm gonna I'm talking to you now, and while I'm talking to you, I want to talk to those listening. Um, Lord, I believe that you are a source of help for us always. I believe you're the best source of help. But what I also know is that my maturity in you, and that some of the people listening to this, their maturity in their relationship with you isn't developed enough to be able to come to you and, and that be it. That's just not, not where they're at. It's not where I was at. And I, Lord, I don't, I'm still not there. So Lord, I needed help from a professional to help me as I was leaning on you. And so Lord, as I had my arm around your shoulder, I also had my arm around the shoulder of a therapist. And Lord, together, y'all help me. And so Lord, I pray for those listening, um, Lord, that wherever they find themselves in this process, that you would help them take the steps they need to take to get the help that they need, Lord, so that they can live their healthiest life. Um, Lord, I thank you that I'm still here. Lord, I thank you that I'm still alive. Lord, I thank you that I still have the chance to love my baby girl, um, that I still have a chance to own a business. I thank you that I still get to talk to my family. Thank you for not letting me go through with the decisions I made. 
And Lord, for those listening, I pray that you would remind them of that, Lord, that you would hold on to that, you would help them keep fighting and to continue to move forward so that they can experience the best in their life. Lord, I ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.